So this period of time together, it's a short course. And yesterday uh, afternoon, Ula and I were speaking together. And we agreed and commented that in so many um, courses, meditations, um, the whole world of spirituality, religion, and more, there is so much reference to this pandemic and difficult times and troubled times itself, that sometimes just going on about it again is hardly uplifting. So the intention being here with you is to refer to none of that and with the time to generate something more of the good spirit uh, with us as human uh, beings. And this serves as a very supportive and helpful uh, preparation for the daily life circumstances. Um, um, as I look just about outside of uh, my window, which is right in front of me, I'm in Totnes, South Devon, um, there isn't a, a cloud in the sky. It's one of those uh, lovely blue summer evenings, and it's forecast here over the weekend uh, uh, as well. So as one person a little while ago just mentioned uh, where she was, it's um, Club Med as well. And um, all being well for all of us, it's Club Med here, Club Meditation. And uh, a very big uh, welcome to your good presence here. So let me speak a little bit about the mindfulness, about the meditation, and a little bit about uh, the heart and the value and the importance of um, up uplifting of the heart. Just going to turn this mobile before the dear beloved ones start ringing me up for some reason or other. All quiet now. So with the um, mindfulness and the meditation, I'll speak to you next 15 minutes. Then following on from that, Ula will speak to you. After that, she'll offer you a, a guided uh, meditation. <clears throat> so just for the uh, frame of the language for a moment. So mindfulness is a conscious response uh, conscious interest as a first step towards seeing things more clearly. So we are mindful of something, we bring an interest and some energy to that to be really mindful of, and perhaps from that we will see more clearly and deeply what we have not seen before or what we have forgotten what we have seen before. So mindfulness is a human being's capacity to be aware, to be attentive, to be receptive, to respond to, because we're mindful of. When we refer to meditation uh, with us, in a way it is the continuity or uh, the sustaining of the mindfulness and generally speaking, it's in a, in a form called sitting in the chair, sitting tall, 
mindfulness of breathing as an example walking mindfully really conscious step by step the development of that makes it a meditation the meditation is reflecting on something which is of importance to you not just to think about but really to see clearly enough to see what insights and understanding can come out of it so a reflection can be a meditation upon whatever that might be and during this time together i mean this evening three times on friday three times on saturday again on sunday morning we'll be touching upon mindfulness meditations and reflections with you um, in the themes talks guided meditations instructions question and answers etc so that's the uh, the thread <clears throat> with the uh, upliftment of the uh, human spirit shall we say it it means having access and more contact with the value and recognition of the importance of the feeling element the feeling tone in the human being and very specifically there that which feels to be nourishing supportive happy contented and let that be a um, direct response shall we say or an application with the mindfulness with the meditations with the practices it is uh, terribly easy to get rather lost in a way or um, focusing so much on problematic life which clearly sometimes do needs addressing uh, there um, in a way in which it becomes the habit itself it's the habit of looking at the difficult at the problematic and this does have a kind of dispirited dispiriting influence on ourselves there so our application here is to address the warm the kindly the friendly um, the love the inspirational the creative and just see if we really listen to our being in this time together we might well touch upon that which we perhaps have forgotten or neglected and it just needs to be enlivened and it's a little bit like you know, we are like we are plants we're kind of planted on this earth for one thing uh, uh, there we started off as a small seed of course we did and then we grow and as we know if we've received um, love and warmth and felt nourished and watered then the benefits of that will come uh, to us so there's always opportunity in life to remember the importance of flowering as a human being and for that it requires from us the recognition and the nurturing both from without the environment people plants creatures uh, 
um, the nature, the field, and more. We get, can be nourished through our receptivity there, and we can be nourished through what we're mindful of, what we appreciate about our life, our being, and what we can contribute. So we're going to focus on nourishment, touch upon various aspects of it. We want you to be mindful of this. We want you to meditate on this, uh, reflect uh, on this, to really enliven that. If, of course, there's any um, area at the moment for you, which is none of that, which is challenging and difficult for you, please don't hesitate to, in a question and answer session that we, that we will have um, tomorrow, uh, make time for that with you, um, or that could be in the chat. We don't mention your name when you type in the chat. Or if you wish, you can um, send an email to Ula and I. Just give us a little background of what you would like to hear about. And we will do our very best, of course, to include that. So there's a primary focus, that which is nourishing with life uh, there. But it's not exclusive. And it's not neglecting nor rejecting some challenging and very difficult periods and our request to, to you is to include it. We're here for you. Uh, there. So in the mindfulness practice, uh, there Ulu is going to speak to you, of course, in uh, a few minutes uh, time. As I mentioned, it's of the present. Mindfulness also relates to being clear about uh, the past uh, there and also our relationship to the future. And we want, it's not only what the past was or what the future might be, but it's e what is equally, actually maybe more important is what is the view of the past? What is the typical response to the past? Could be today, yesterday, childhood, or whatever. When the future arises, and it arises for all of us, nobody's in the, in the here and now all the time, it's humanly not possible. What is the relationship to the future. So there is, the, this is coming about, this will come about, whatever it might be, or this is expected to come about. The relationship to that is as important as the event. The relationship to the past is as important as the event. The relationship to the present is as important as what the present presents itself. So we're taking an interest in past, present, and future. We are giving more priority to the present, for sure. We're not excluding relationship to past or future. And in our relationship to the present, we're, the feeling tone is an important feature, which we, we wish to highlight a little bit more. And many ways to make reference to the feeling tone in the inspirational mode. So that could be appreciation, happiness, 
joy, calmness of the being, acknowledgement, respect, affection, um, interest, curiosity, uh, and much, much more. So the feeling that we bring to what we see in this short course with you, this is, this is what we're making our priority uh, there. And we would like you to, as much as you can, without putting pressure on yourself, to, let's say we'll take the mindfulness of the breath as a small example. There's a mindfulness of uh, breathing. And there's an interest. Wow, each breath sustains our life. It could be the last important experience if we are mindful and conscious with our life at the end. Would, could be the outgoing breath, could be our last experience uh, there. In our relationship to uh, the breath, you can see, wow, oxygen is coming in, impacting on the cells what the body doesn't need, carbon it, it then expels. And this is an extraordinary organic process is going on. Fortunately, we don't have to think about it. We don't have to decide to keep doing it. It's just doing itself. And this relationship of the outer to the inner. Let's witness that. Let's be curious about that. What is it? A life is going on, but I'm not actually making decisions about it. It's just, it's just going on. I'm just breathing in, breathing out. What's valuable about seeing it without myself being the decider? That's a small example and many more. So this is the theme uh, uh, with you. The time now will uh, switch over. Um, to uh, Ula, she'll uh, uh, speak to you, and as mentioned, following on from that, um, Ula will uh, then offer the guided uh, meditation. And and again, thank you. It's lovely to see you making uh, the good efforts and uh, have a uh, a lovely short course in uh, um, Club Med. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Okay. Thanks, Christopher. <laughs> okay, very warm welcome from me as well. Lovely to see some of you back. Lovely to see some new faces. Um, yes, another journey, another weekend uh, together. And uh, when I talked to Christopher and uh, in the other courses and on Facebook as well, I read the phrase so often, these are challenging and difficult times. Yeah, We are living in uh, challenging times. And this is absolutely true. And yet... Um, Sometimes I have the feeling we are a bit stuck here. Yeah? We are, um, it is referring to the Buddha going through the first noble truth. There is suffering in our lives. Yeah? There is challenge in our lives over and over and over again. Yet my question would be, is this enough? Is, this, is it enough to know, yes, we're living in challenging times? And I think you don't need to be a Buddhist and you don't need to have um, years of meditation uh, experience uh, you could just go out on the street and ask every person and I think they basically would agree yes these are challenging times but if we stop here and don't do anything about it don't know how to relate to that I think um, 
we are well aware of what is going on and we are sensing ourselves contracted, we're sensing ourselves tense by this and yet no difference is made. And then some might say, okay, just be mindful about it. Be mindful about the challenging and the difficult times. And yet every person again on the street would ask you, why on earth? Why on earth would I want to be mindful of the challenges 24 seven and not to change anything about it? Yeah. So actually we meet here together and that's my heartfelt wish in order to yes, acknowledge the challenges and then to make a step further into a fresh relationship into ways of looking and seeing which are actually nourishing us and enabling us to find creative ways to meet these challenges. If we um, go from the human bias of looking at things, of we, we take the negativity bias as example, um, we are naturally aware of everything which is challenging, which is difficult, and our mind just settles and rests upon that. In the present situation, this might be the focus on how it is now and how it was differently before. You know? The past was something where I could express myself more fully, I could go to meditation retreats, I could, do, uh, I could meet friends outdoors, everything is much more challenging now. You know? Or the mind constantly goes into the future. You know? Think, oh, how will things be? Will I ever be able again to? You know? um, we might be well aware of potential threats, will I keep my job? You know? What will happen to my loved ones? And also, we take in all the media. Yeah, we might be well aware as, um, that our situation here, um, where we are, is absolutely privileged. Yeah? And in the media, we're constantly facing the suffering of those who are not as privileged as we are, and this can cause us tremendous um, pain if we just sit here and consume, in a way, the suffering of others without an ability to act to be creative in this world and to have a feeling of, um, of uh, agency. Yeah. So in this course, I really want to put together with Christopher the emphasis on making this transition from, yes, I am aware of the challenging times towards uh, what will be helpful, what is supportive in making a difference. So it is a step away from, if you feel this um, feeling of frustration, fear or despair, it's a step away from this. And I think the first thing we need to do is to acknowledge that feelings of frustration, of fear and despair are partly natural to us as human beings. They would be the intuitive response to a situation. And we can at the same time acknowledge it's actually not helpful. Yeah? This feeling of this is not fair, this should not be happening to me, this should be different. Yeah? It's, I think, uh, a very natural response to what is going on. Yeah, if I look at my children, that's what they do. Um, I hear this sentence, this is unfair about a hundred times a day. And uh, I think it's part of growing, growing as a human being to say, okay, um, there is something going on. There are needs not met. What can we do together? What can I do as an individual? What can we do as a community to make a difference? And I have a quote and uh, surprise, surprise, it's not from the Buddha. It's from another book and I read it and you guess where it's from. I actually can't because the name's in. Okay. I wish it need not have happened in my time, said Frodo. Oh, so do I, said Gandalf, and so do, we all, so do all who live in such times. But it's not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given us. That's the Lord of the Rings. 
And I think that describes very, in a very gentle way the kind of acceptance, the kind of surrender we need to bring to the table. Yes, we can stump with our feet on the floor as long as we want to. Um, these are challenging times and there's a full stop at the end of the sentence to that. And the sooner we say, okay, that's it. And so next step, how do I relate to that? How do I get engaged with that? Um, how, do, how do I bring myself to the table if it's such challenging times? That's um, actually the point where it's getting interested for, interesting for us. And like Christopher says, we said, yes, we are entitled to feel a certain amount of grief and a certain amount of sadness. We have this, maybe this ideal vision, and they come, come even from a very healthy place, a very compassionate place. This ideal vision of how we as human beings could relate to each other. Yeah, we sense the potential, what would be possible yeah, if, we, um, if we as human beings would come together. And uh, there can be a certain sadness when looking at the word as it is at the moment, and to say, okay, but that's actually how it is, and I need to relate to that too rather than to live in an illusion, rather than to live in an ideal. Yeah. So what I love to bring in tonight, this evening, for you to practice with, and we will deepen this in our guided meditation later, is um, rather than coming from this I, me, mine, how I want the world to be, um, what is mine and what I'm missing now because it's supposed to be mine, or who you are and what you should do, and what yours is and what not mine, yeah? from this self-centered place where there is actually a tremendous amount of suffering. If I think, what will become of me? Who will I be in the future? Um, that's always, this self-centeredness is something which can be very easily turned into something very um, painful. What alternative do we have? And I think there are a couple of qualities, qualities we can relate to which do not need so much this I, me, mine, or this you, you and your and yours. And qualities like compassion and kindness, like generosity and uh, playfulness, and I will give you a whole list in the guided meditation later. These qualities, they embrace us all. Yeah? They can come as a need. I need in this situation, I need more compassion. Yeah? In order to, with this difficulty, I need to bring more compassion to the, to, to the table. And by sensing, yeah, compassion is something tremendously helpful for me. This becomes also quality and a value which I can then embody and bring to the world. So these qualities have the capacity to transcend this me here and you there. Yeah? By saying compassion just flows where it's needed the most. Kindness just goes um, where, where it's needed. Yeah? And uh, easily enough. We understand them as ideals again. We understand them as, um, in the suttas, they sometimes call the, or in the commentaries, they sometimes call the paramis, the perfections. And I would say, be rather careful with that. Yeah? If we relate to equality as a perfection, as an ideal, it's, again, a lot about I, me, mine. I'm here, I'm not embodying this uh, perfection at the moment. Yeah? I catch me in all the little moments, I'm not very generous and compassionate at all. Yeah? And then I compare it to the ideal and how I should be. Yeah? So not thinking about them as um, ideals, but rather something like jewels, like precious qualities. We, for ourselves, think of a safe ground to start practicing from, to start relating from. 
and uh, an ideal is something very abstract and uh, these qualities actually have something very applicable and concrete to them we can bring them actually to the way we think is this this thought a, a thought which will bring more happiness more openness more lightness to the being or is this thought something which makes me contract and hard inside yeah. is this way of speaking with the other creating of the sense of generosity of kindness of relationship or is there something which is shutting doors yeah. and this action what is my intention behind those smaller actions i'm taking in the day-to-day -day, uh, life and this is why i bring them in right now because they can uh, accompany you over the next days. You can choose one or the other of these beautiful, of these nourishing qualities and try to bring them to the way you speak, try to bring them to the way you act, even try to bring them to the way um, with which you hold your posture. Rather, embodying, can you embody compassion or can you embody kindness? You know, how would that feel like? And so we're breaking them down from aloof ideals into something which is present right here and right now. And uh, I love the quote from Victor, Victor Frankl, which actually um, underlines what I just said. And you might know Victor Frankl, who was in the concentration camps by the Nazi and has gone through tremendous suffering and has seen tremendous suffering. And what he said in, one, in, in his book is, everything, everything can be taken from a man but one thing the very last of human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's own way and i find this immensely beautiful and immensely um soothing as well yeah there is a choice we have we might not have a lot to do we might not be able to do a lot you might not be able to take a lot of action, but actually the way of looking at things, my attitude, is something which I can always have a look at. And uh, mindfulness, and we're practicing here, mindfulness together, um, is so, so important when we are cultivating this quality. Mindfulness, literally in Pali, in the language the Buddha spoke, um, the word was sati, means to remember. And what we remember is to come to the present moment. We remember those qualities, those handful of um, values, of intentions we want to bring, want to bring to the table. And uh, this is what I invite you to do over the next day or two, to say, okay, these are inspiring qualities. How can I, when washing the dishes, how can I, when sitting on the cushion, how can I, when talking to someone else, embody this? And when we start practicing now, um, I will read you a list. And rather than choosing something from the mind and just um, thinking, oh, yes, I should be. Yeah? This is something I always know I'm lacking. Yeah? Um, and the inner critique makes, um, makes, an, makes his presence on the stage. Um, rather than coming from the mind and thinking who you ought to be, can you come from the heart and say, oh, this is something which resonates, which sounds lovely. This actually, and Christopher used the word, sounds nourishing, yeah? This is something I want to open up to, play with, explore further in the next days. Okay, so and like Christopher said, anytime, send us an email. Um, do get in contact with us. Uh, use the chat box, the questions and answers, um, which are available on Zoom. 
and if you have questions also and you don't feel like coming up with them um, when we ask you to it was very helpful in the last course that people sent us during the sessions questions which just came up for them yeah so and then christopher and i had actually a chance to um answer them in the next session okay i invite you to um take a meditation posture and make yourself comfortable <clears throat> choose a posture which feels uh, appropriate for uh, your energy at the time of the day you might want to sit or stand or lie down and uh, I will just copy the list of words so you don't need to remember you don't need to write anything I will copy the list of words into the chat box so um, later so you can all copy them out if you wish to have them so for now really just allow the heart to resonate uh, with what comes up and before we start we're going to come to our posture the way we're sitting or lying down some care to that can i put the feet firmly on the ground if i sit on the chair in contact the chair the cushion with the buttocks allowed to, when we allow ourselves to contact the earth element everything which supports and carries the body there's a natural soothing or feeling of being held Can I yield a bit into this feeling of being held by the earth, the ground? And then just allow yourself to see whether there are areas within the body which would like to be invited to relax, open up soften a bit sweeping with a kind of patience attention through the body what areas are ready to let go a bit kind invitation to the eyes resting in the eye sockets lips and tongue and uh, jaw, mu jaw muscles and offering a kind invitation to relax
invitation to the shoulders, the arms and the hands to give up some of the weight. And can we yield? Can we feel the support of the body through our buttocks, through the back of the body? Sitting here mindful of the presence of bodily sensations. A broad, a vast awareness of the entire body, just sitting with it. And somewhere in this space of bodily awareness, there is the breathing. And rather than jumping on it or starting to manage it, can we hold this broad, this vast awareness of body and just allow this feeling of breathing, the sensation of breathing to arise in this spaciousness. And while I now read the list, you are invited to be into contact with the body, with the breathing, 
and just trust the sense of resonance. Whatever does not resonance, just resonate, just let it go. What quality sparks something, steers something? Compassion, care, stillness, peace, ease, joy. Happiness, equanimity, balance, kindness, curiosity, exploration. Playfulness, lightness, softness, letting go, release, opening. Freedom, awake, presence, wisdom, generosity, patience. Steadiness, stability, or maybe, maybe you have a word, you have your own word, which you just need to remember. And I invite you to bring this weight, bring this motivation, this quality to the body, to the breathing. How would it be to sit for the next couple of minutes with this quality, to relate with this quality to the breathing?
And if this has stirred up a lot of thoughts or a mind which is in doubt or indecisive, just notice and then drop for a moment, drop all the concepts and come back to breathing. Stabilize, ground the mind, settle the mind on breathing for a while. And then whenever you have a feeling, yes, calm and clarity are back, relative amount of calm and clarity available, just drop the word. How would it be to breathe with care? How would it be to breathe with curiosity? Or whatever your word was.
And if, if some thought, some feeling, some bodily sensation comes to the foreground, a crucial moment, not jerking back the mind to breathing, non, not belittling yourself or feeling ashamed of not making it, but can you very, very gently step a, back, step, a step back, holding light awareness, whatever has come up in the field of attention, and hold it so lightly that it may eventually pass and then we very gently, very patiently come back to the breathing. No need to rush or jump upon breathing. And maybe this word or this concept gets a bit stale after a while. Can we then re-evoke, re-enchant it, opening the heart a bit more to this precious quality we choose? And just get curious on how to relate to the breathing with it. How can it enrich? How can it accompany our awareness of breathing.
And then we very, very slowly start to bring back the body into movement. Invite the hips maybe to rock back and forward. Start moving slowly the fingers and the toes, the hands, the arms, the legs. Maybe you want to stretch a bit. And then slowly, slowly in your own pace, come back to the screen. Yeah. So, this was a very first invitation to play, to explore those concepts. And all too naturally, we sometimes choose a concept like compassion or generosity. And uh, while we cherish something in this concept, there might also be some misunderstanding or something which um, causes a bit of friction. Or maybe you sense that during the meditation. Yeah. And often enough, we choose some value and we actually need to explore it deeper so that it becomes um, that it becomes good soil on which something can grow. Yeah? Because there might be some misunderstandings and we might not have looked deeply enough. Um, and uh, take whatever came up with you tonight, whatever you found precious and uh, important to you, and try to implement it, try to bring it to the many small situations uh, in the next day until we see each other next time and see how can I relate with this quality to what is going um, on inside this body, in my relationships, in my actions. How can I embody this? How can I speak from this? And also equally important and equally interesting, um, when is there some friction? When is there something I need to look deeper? When this, does this actually not feel so good? And when does there actually come up some tension and some doubt? These are we're practicing a form of uh, mindfulness and meditation where we are interested in understanding, developing a deeper understanding about concepts so that they be can become fruitful for us. So a very heartful invitation to um, explore and uh, look deeper into what is inspiring you so that it can become a deep support, a deep support for you in the day-to-day -day life. Okay. That's it from my part for today. And uh, I hope you have a lovely night and a good evening. And for some of you, actually, it's early morning and you're joining us from countries like the US. And uh, yeah, good day to you and enjoy, enjoy your day. Right. Wonderful. Christopher? Thank yeah. Uh, <laughs> so thank you very much, uh, uh, Ulla, for the uh, guided meditation. Just take a it's mostly around um, tomorrow morning. So at eight o'clock in the morning, um, European time, 7 a.m. in uh, British uh, time, um, we'll have a uh, guided meditation, keeping with the theme of what the feeling tone is, what we bring to a situation. So it'd be a guided meditation with a reflection. And then following on from that, there will be 15, one five, 15 minutes of the general uh, uh, explorations for the morning uh, period. And then uh, we'll see you again in the afternoon at three o'clock, uh, if I got it rightly. Uh, at, um, yes, at three o'clock uh, European time, continental European time uh, in, in the uh, afternoon for another session. So we'd like to wish you both a, 
all of you have a good evening and uh, a good rest and then tomorrow morning we'll uh, hope to see you as many as uh, possible i appreciate for well, at least one or two people who live on the other side of the pond it may be a little difficult with the morning times or afternoon times but uh, we look forward to, to all of you who can attend thank you anything more to say ula or finished I wonder whether some of you have actually some questions. And also, if you have any, yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> then you have just like a couple of minutes to type them in. Um, also, there is, this is an open course. So we are well aware that you have, some of you will have other duties. You have different time schedules than we do. Do join whenever you have the possibility to make this a rich and full exploration for you. But of course, there is no pressure on any of you to participate in all the meetings. Just do whatever feels appropriate for you. Yes. So I can't see any questions coming up for now. I sent, just sent the list of um, uh, concepts I just mentioned. And yes, uh, I think that's it for tonight. Thank you. Thank you. See you tomorrow. And we'll have some more space and time for some questions tomorrow for sure. Absolutely. Good. All good? Done? All good. Bye. Done. Bye. Okay. Bye -bye. Thank you very much. Thank you. Ula and Christopher, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Rosemary. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye.